You're listening to the Rocky Mountain Review for Thursday, September 15th. I'm Portia Cook. And I'm Kira McKinley. And you're tuned into KCSU Fort Collins. On today's show, Reese Granger goes over campus news with updates on El Centro's plans for National Hispanic Heritage Month. Then Portia covers local news with updates on a Fort Collins man who was arrested for child pornography. After that, Portia reports music, entertainment, and events news with information on this weekend's Global Sounds in the Square event. Then listen to an interview with Asher Korn as she learns more about center manager vocalist Arnie Nice. Kira McKinley then reports on environmental news with updates on the economical benefits of renewable energy. After that, I go over national news with updates on inflation. Then stay tuned as Ewan Pert goes over updates in CSU sports. And to conclude today's show, I take a look at what Fort Collins has in store for the weather this week. We here at KCSU would also like to wish our assistant news director, Kira McKinley, a happy birthday. Now let's move right into campus and local news. Today, Latinx residents across the nation celebrate history and heritage with the start of National Latinx Heritage Month. And the celebration has arrived on campus here at CSU. El Centro, Colorado State University's Center for Latinx Students, aims to support with cultural community and academic assessment for the Hispanic heritage population here at CSU. El Centro will be offering a range of events over the next month, starting September 15th through October 14th. Thursday's kickoff event starts at 10 a.m. in the LSC Plaza, where Latinx organizations here on campus will be tabling until 2 p.m. Later, a performance by DJ Von Kiss, a SoCal DJ with hip-hop, funk, and oldies influence, starts at 5.30 on the Sutherland Gardens near the LSC. If you aren't able to make Thursday's events, don't worry. The month follows with many more celebrations and conversations on Latinx culture, and the Morgan Library will be hosting a book display showcasing Latinx authors through October 15th. However, El Centro is not the only place to find Hispanic culture celebration. I sat down with sophomore Abby Flores, who tells RMR that there's so many more opportunities to connect with the cultural celebration in Fort Collins than most would assume here at CSU. So I am from Mexico and so I just feel like I'm very embedded into that culture and spending time with my family. You know, it's just all about sharing. I think that's super important, especially because a lot of people may go around like the LSC and be like, oh, that's El Centro. And what do they do? But like, there's so much happening outside. There's like groups that hang out together. I don't know, it just creates a safe space. And I just want to be able to outwardly show that to other people. Yeah, be proud of like where you are or where where you come from. I'm Portia Cook reporting your local news for Thursday, September 15th. A Fort Collins man has been arrested for possessing child pornography. According to a City of Fort Collins press release in early 2021, Fort Collins Police Services detectives received information from the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children, Cyber Tip Line, about the online transmission of child pornography connected to 52-year-old Fort Collins resident Daryl Renneker. After conducting a thorough investigation, Fort Collins Police Services obtained a search warrant for Renneker's home, where they then collected multiple electronic devices. Further forensic analysis determined that the recovered electronic devices contained various sexually explicit videos and images involving children. During the investigation, Renneker moved out of the state of Colorado, where a search warrant was then issued for his arrest. Renneker was taken into custody by law enforcement in Cook County, Minnesota, in late August 2022, and is currently being held at the Lake County, Minnesota jail, where he will await extradition back to Larimer County. He is charged with two Class 4 felonies for sexual exploitation of a child in video 
and 20-plus images of sexual exploitation of a child. Assistant Chief Tim Doran, who leads the Criminal Investigation Division, said, quote, These are disturbing cases that can be difficult to investigate, and I'm extremely grateful to our detectives who step up to seek justice and prevent further victimization, end quote. A booking photo, courtesy of the Lake County Sheriff's Office, can be seen on fcgov.com slash news webpage. Anyone with information about the suspect or case is asked to contact Detective Laura Knudsen at 970-416-2771. Those who would like to remain anonymous can contact Crime Stoppers of Larimer County at 970-221-6868. If you have a warrant, you may be able to get it cleared without being arrested. According to Larimer County, people with certain outstanding warrants will be able to clear their warrants without being arrested at the upcoming Warrant Clearance Opportunity and Coinciding Community Resource Fair. Offenses that are eligible to be cleared include misdemeanor traffic and petty drug charges, including DF4 drug charges, City of Fort Collins municipal court charges, some class 5 and class 6 felonies, and failure to register as a sex offender charges. Offenses that are not eligible for warrant clearance are all misdemeanor and felony domestic violence charges, any victim's right case, careless driving resulting in injury or death, possession of a weapon by a previous offender, felony eluding, sex offenses except for failure to register as a sex offender, and any class 1, 2, 3, or 4 felonies excluding DF4s. The warrant clearance event will be hosted by the Larimer County Community Justice Alternatives. Sponsors of the event include the District Attorney's Office in the 8th Judicial District, the Office of the State of Public Defender, the 18th Judicial Branch, and the Fort Collins Municipal Court. The garlic not reopened after being shut down for the second time in two months. According to Pat Ferrier of the Colorado and the garlic not reopened last week after fixing various food safety violations that forced the Larimer County Department of Health to shut the restaurant down for the second time. The last time the restaurant passed inspection was on May 20th. However, health inspectors closed the restaurant down on July 15th following complaints about improper hygienic practices and temperature controls, including the walk-in cooler not holding proper temperatures, lack of hand washing and utensil use, a poorly cleaned kitchen, and heavily soiled appliances and floors. The health department visited the restaurant an additional four times between July 15th and September 7th, reporting that the restaurant failed to resolve the previous violations. This time, health department inspectors cited multiple health code violations, including the faulty cooler that was keeping food like raw meat, creams, and cheeses several degrees above safe temperature storage levels. Owner Stephen Madden told the Coloradoan, quote, the cooler wasn't keeping the correct temperature, but we got it addressed. We want to serve the best food and make it safe for everybody. I inherited a mess, but it's my fault for being overwhelmed and not getting it taken care of, end quote. For now, the garlic knot is open and ready to serve its customers. I am Portia Cook reporting your entertainment events and music news. Today marks the start of National Hispanic Heritage Month. National Hispanic Heritage Month is observed from September 15th through October 15th and celebrates the histories, cultures, and contributions of American citizens whose ancestors came from Mexico, the Caribbean, and Central and South America. According to the official National Hispanic Heritage website, the observation started in 1968 as Hispanic Heritage Week under then-President Lyndon Johnson. The observation was then expanded to cover a 30-day period by President Ronald Reagan in 1988. National Hispanic Heritage Month was officially enacted into law on August 17, 1988. The start of National Hispanic Heritage Month on September 15th is significant in many ways. 
September 15th marks the anniversary of independence for Latin American countries in Costa Rica, El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, and Nicaragua. In addition, Mexico and Chile celebrate their independence days on September 16th and September 18th, respectively. Dia de la Raza is October 12th, which also falls within National Hispanic Heritage's Month's 30-day period. For those looking to get involved and learn more, the Northside Aslan Community Center is holding its National Hispanic Heritage Month community celebration on September 18th from 2 to 6 p.m. The observance event will include food, music, performances, and activities for all. Bohemian Nights presents Global Sounds in the Square. Join other locals in Old Town Square Fort Collins to celebrate music from around the world. Kiltro will kick off the event at 1 o'clock p.m. and is a Chilean singer-songwriter born in the Bohemian port city of Valparaiso, Chile. His music features a unique blend of old and contemporary Latin American folk. Teke Teke will begin their performance at 3 p.m. This Montreal-based Japanese psych rock group will perform psychedelic Japanese music with a modern twist while incorporating traditional Japanese instruments. And the final performance will begin at 5 o'clock p.m. and will feature sounds from a BBO sound machine. A BBO sound machine is a clash of African and electronic elements inspired in equal measure by the golden era of West African funk and disco and modern post-punk and electro. The concert will take place on Sunday, September 18th from 1 to 6.30 p.m. at the main stage in Old Town Square. This is your Captain DJ Knox speaking. Our flight into Culture Hours boarding this Saturday from 3 to 5 p.m. where we will fly all over the world and explore new music. Hello, my name is Asher Korn, and I had the pleasure of sitting down with Rain Sebastian Miranda from the band Sunner, that's Sun with four N's, and we talked about music, hobbies, and got to know each other a little bit better. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hey, my name is Sebastian Rain Miranda, and my pronouns are they, them, his, or her, and I am gender fluid. Represent. Represent. We're throwing hands in the studio. <laughs> throwing up signs. Really cool. <laughs> Can you talk a little bit about your role in Sunner? Yeah, of course. Sunner kind of started a while ago. Oh, whoa, this chair just sank down. I just <laughs> lost like at least a foot in the studio here. Felt pretty good, actually. Now I know what it's like to be not seven feet tall. Or I'm like six four. Welcome to my world. I am five even. Um, I also have like platforms on. Oh, so hell like, yeah. <laughs> just got to assert my dominance. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This probably looks sick on the dance floor too. 
But yeah, okay, my role in Sonner. I'm the singer and started as the primary songwriter. Currently play with Logan Pace and Ari Looney. Uh, Logan Pace on the drums and Ari Looney on the bass. And essentially, since we've been playing together, it, it'll start with like a song, usually from me, but there's actually a couple that Ari and Logan have primarily wrote the wrist to. A decent portion of our songs start with like some idea that kind of comes from just screwing around and writing like at home alone typically or outside somewhere or just actually jamming and then kind of it'll form into a song like in my mind and we'll basically just kind of work with that and like start to to play it and just try to figure out like if I don't have the whole thing in mind already we'll try to figure out like all the other parts together some are just like fully written lyrics and the whole composition by me yeah there's a lot that we all completely kind of contribute to the final song and like playing with Ari it's been like probably six months or like five months maybe a little less but yeah just all the contributions that he gives to the bass lines and like it's just a lot different from our last bass player and for this album I think it really worked there's a lot of you know their individual talent and like their contribution in the music They'd, I feel like everybody in a band should, if you're in a band, you should be like writing together, you know, even if there's a part of it you're not willing to change, you should at least like be willing to hear that and try to make it work because everybody kind of has something to contribute. <laughs> I always think uh, just critical feedback is always such an important thing in whenever you do anything, because until you get that, it's fully like the way you see it and you're not really necessarily considering how other people see it or like if they see something else or hear something else exactly like two heads are better than one for real and people contribute things that you like you know you might not listen to the same kind of music so all of a sudden there's like this genre kind of being invoked it, music's weird like that you kind of got to get really weird with it and like certain things work that you wouldn't expect so to have different types of people and have them be willing to like you know feel comfortable enough to just freestyle it and like try something and you, you can hear it when it's right you know so it's just you don't even really have to argue over it it's just like yeah or no <laughs> and then move on and just leave it that way sometimes the first time we, we jam on a song it's like done completely i'll just be like freestyling sort of and, but yeah the lyrics i think are all mine i'm pretty sure <laughs> is there anything like any kind of story or narrative or overwhelming like theme that you like to focus on when you write music yeah i mean i guess the theme the theme can definitely change i wouldn't say there's like an overarching one but i guess i was thinking about this the other day writing like a press release and stuff but overarching theme music in the beginning for me like when i started listening to it and like actually started connecting to it in a way where i thought oh this is something i can do you know, this is available to people who, like, aren't. Like, I had only heard, like, radio stuff and, like, System of a Down and, like, Panic at the Disco and all that. And that was cool and I liked that, but it, it didn't connect to, like, who I felt I was in a way and sort of the emotions that, like, yeah, just the full spectrum of emotions, you know? Like, it didn't, I never, like, realized that was, like, something in music that was present. I started listening to, AJJ in high school and like on the music industry and like a bunch of 90s bands and like stuff from the 70s and the theme that kind of gets me personally is what I feel like music like punk or like you know DIY or garage or lo-fi it's all kind of like coming from a place of like deep honesty and empowerment in the sense of 
your own experience being valid no matter what you're feeling. Sometimes songs can have really depressing lyrics, but that doesn't mean that like it's not an empowering song or it's not like a really poignant thing to be able to like go over and feel in your head and experience without judging it and without saying, oh, this is sad. This makes me sad. I guess it's something where, you know, a lot of artists stop playing old songs because they think, you know, I've grown out past this and it brings me back to this place where I was really depressed and stuff which is totally valid and that's their experience and I honor that no no matter what all the artists that do that there's honestly no song that I wouldn't play even if even if it's like really intense or like kind of traumatic I think there's something beautiful about being able to like honor that and not be afraid of getting the residuals you know or just protecting yourself by not going there just like raw authentic full spectrum of emotions and just reality I guess you know Getting stuck in like one thing would be the theme for sure. <laughs> I know I kind of think about all that stuff a lot because it is something you think about with what you're doing and just what you want to put out into the world and honesty and like authenticity for sure. Giving people uh, just the knowledge to know or just the ability to see that you're a human being that's imperfect and like share that information as you would like to in your daily life if you could if it was like socially appropriate to talk about all that stuff i mean it can be but sometimes there's not a place for it you know the music's good yeah and i think there's a lot that you can um say in music that you can't really necessarily say to people i'm not the best musician but like when i would write poetry it was a way of you know communicating my feelings in like my inner turmoil whatever Like I was going through just like some imaginary person and just kind of venting and just, I don't know. There was something very soothing about that. Yeah, exactly. You're really kind of using a a persona, whatever you're feeling, like kind of becomes its own persona and you're able to honor that and you're able to like kind of work through stuff in a weird way, you know, with that energy where you're like broken down tragedy, like can be turned into music just as well as like feeling good about yourself or Falling in Love or something can be a really good song for sure. (laughs) I do have a burning question though. Mm -hmm. Um, Just something I was kind of wondering and you don't have to answer if like, you know, it makes you uncomfortable or anything. But I was just wondering (laughs) if there's like anything specific with like the name change of the band or was that just something that you felt like the new name was just better or like, is there any story with that? It's completely secret. I won't talk about it. No, I'm just kidding. It's always fun. <laughs> <laughs> Sad Bug was just like the first band that I had, really. And it was with my friend Dylan and Nate. And Nate Perkins became a writer, and he's actually doing books now, which is really cool. And uh, Dylan, I'm still friends with. and But yeah, we all kind of split up and just went separate ways. And that was the name of that band. And then I Logan joined the band. And kept it for a while and yeah it felt like a good name uh, there was just a certain point like around the time we were releasing spruce alley our first debut lp that i just had some urge to do that it's like cutting your hair or something you know like where at first you're like oh god like you know what if i cut my hair off that'd be hard i'm not gonna do that and then like all of a sudden one day you're just like oh my god. the whole thing mm-hmm. and i'm just gonna do it in the mirror like <laughs> so yeah i don't know it just Felt like in some ways I kind of outgrew it. I really love that name and I'm honestly still going to use it for solo stuff and just like 
as a moniker too. It's kind of like a nickname for me now. So yeah, I consider that like sort of part of the new band. It's like almost uh, like uncle or like grandfather, grandmother of the the band now, distant relative. I, I like the name Sunner a lot. I really do. I think it's like just ambiguous enough. It's something I like in music. I, I don't like to, I don't want to like make music that you know how you're supposed to feel, you know, where, yeah, like the name, like not that Sad Bug's even really that bad with that, but I guess it has like a sentiment in it and you, and you kind of go there knowing like what the band's going to sound like, you know. For me, just as an artist, I think the more ambiguous the name is, like kind of the better for me because I, I there's something about just being surprised and shock and awe instead of a, a whoa, I fell again. <laughs> shock and awe rather than just knowing, you know, you know the end of the book already. You know the end of the movie. Like, you know what the set's going to sound like in the back of your mind. Mm. But yeah, expectations are fun to, you know, change. Yeah. <laughs> I have a little, like a local fun fact too, because Slow Caves had an issue like that. Like their first band name was super like um they're danish so they had like taken like a danish word and made it their band name but the thing is is that like it's a very like common thing to do in like the metal community so they would just get like all of these people like who were expecting this metal show would just show up <laughs> and like it was it's these like soft little like <laughs> like they, they just have they're a very indie band and uh they had to change it to slow caves just to kind of like match their audience That's a little cool. more i didn't or, know that actually it's mentioned in like the band in my basement interview like they were oh. very thrown off by it like, like how did you know uh, <laughs> wait what's the singer's name so it's uh Jakob Mueller and Oliver Mueller they're yeah, brothers yeah Oliver I think is the one that sent a video for the live stream and unfortunately yeah. it didn't it like compress weird or just like wouldn't play I downloaded it and it was like a gig it was like a full gigabyte and then when I opened it, it was literally like code, like straight up numbers and like letters and stuff in like a huge document. And I was like, I have no idea how to play this. <laughs> Seems broken. But yeah, I unfortunately didn't get to have that on there, Oliver, but I would love to do it again. And I'll be hitting you up for sure. Oliver. Shout out, listening. Oliver. <laughs> Shout out, Slow Caves. But yeah, that actually is a, you know, good transition point. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Because that was, I think, a really huge deal especially in the beginning of like the pandemic and everything is that you started this I think you started a couple because we were talking about that earlier just these live streams to help support local musicians you know kind of get their name out there but also support their art and get like their band camp name out there so people could pay them and all of that stuff mm -hmm. that was definitely just out of kind of necessity you know there's like all these bands wanting to play a show and everybody's stuck at home at that time and stuff and we had had all these you know, all these shows booked for like the next couple of months, and people going on tour, et cetera. So, you know, you got to do something. And at that time, I think, you know, it was, it was something that, yeah, it started becoming like more of a thing people were doing. So people were used to it. Um, honestly, just me and my friend like ran the whole thing of like all three of those. And it was a really good time. And it was like a thing I totally had to learn how to like set up a live stream to, with like good audio and video and stuff yeah i guess it was just a thing that a lot of people were doing and we realized that we could like try to help some fans out and get people to like donate some money and i think the other one we like collected donations too for the one was like for our record release that we did for spruce alley and we had a bunch of people play that was the diners one and 
yeah, Slow Caves was supposed to be on that and stuff. A bunch of local bands. Paper Girl. Paper Girl is a special place in my heart, I too. know. Oh. Shout out, Elliot. <laughs> I miss you guys so much. Because if you've been here for the last four years, you probably know Paper Girl. <laughs> but yeah, they're seriously one of the best. I miss all those dudes. They all live in like kind of different places now, a little bit kind of far away. But I think they do a postal service type thing where they like all play on each other's tracks and like. Oh, that's really know. cute, actually. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you got to, especially with COVID. It's a perfect time for it. But yeah, live streams are fun. I miss real shows for sure, but it's a really good, you know, thing to do and gives musicians something to do and definitely actually thinking about doing another one soon because it's been a while. It got really saturated with live streams for a bit, but now there's like, I don't know, some ways to do it that I feel like you could host it in a different place and maybe have like just a couple people, like your friends in the audience and each band just like sets it up themselves, you know, so they could just do it in their living room. Gotta stay busy. Gotta learn a new skill, you know? Exactly. Gotta make it interesting, you know? Do something. And you are going to listen to Forever by Sunner off their newest EP, self-titled, which is Sunner with four N's. The album itself is set to come out on June 15th, but until that releases, KCSU has a super exclusive audio right here on 90.5.
And you just listened to Forever by Sunner. This song is set to come out on June 15th along with the rest of the self-titled Sunner album. That is Sun with four N's. My name is Asher Korn and I had the pleasure of sitting down with the brains behind the operation, Rain Sebastian Miranda, on Sunner, their newest EP, and learning about their band and hobbies. All of that good stuff, so I hope you enjoy this episode. Do you have any uh, quarantine hobbies? Uh, I've been learning mixing and mastering. I guess I've just been like staying busy and keep my body moving around because I'll get all screwed up if I don't do like yoga or stretching or something and go running a lot. But uh, what other things have I been doing? Just art, like a ton of music. I've just been using this time so much to write. I currently have a studio in downtown Boulder that like we kind of get to stay at free of charge. And the guy's been out of town who owns it. So I've been there like every single night recording and writing and just like, you know, using the space. And I kind of do like everything involved in being the band as a manager. So social media, like booking, press emails, you know, this type of thing. Like, but new skills, definitely a bunch of music stuff. Been learning the piano mm-hmm. and bass. And the drums, too. I've been learning the drums, and I got pretty good at it. <laughs> oh, yeah. That is on my bucket list, is learning to play the drums, because I think that's so sick. Yeah, seriously, it's fun. It's like, it was hard for me in the past, but, like, something just clicked, and you just get loose and stuff, and just, like, like your, I don't know, it just kind of starts to happen. But I have so much respect for people who are so good now. Mm-hmm. Just like, dude, it's so hard to play fast and make it sound perfect. Yeah, no, seriously. It's so it's so powerful, too, when they do it. Uh, have you ever seen the Velveteers, like, play live? Because mm-hmm. there's two drummers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're, like, so in sync with each other, and yeah. it's insane. They share the kit. They, like, share, I think, like, three things. Two cymbals, maybe, and, like, two drums. That's so cool. They're so good. <laughs> they're one of my favorite bands to play with, and, yeah, Paper Girl. I really want to play a show with both those people again. Seriously, with both, like... Definitely my favorite bands from this area for sure. If um you could have one show, like one one show back to normal, everything's like reset, would those be still be your lineup or would you pick like um Ooh. different bands? I mean, you know, if you could pick any band, sure, but honestly, we're doing a split. It's like a six way split. Rose Variety, Paper Girl, Modern, and then two other bands. Dang, I wish I could remember the full list right now. Please don't be mad at me. We'll look at it right now. Because why not? <laughs> You're all good. <laughs> but yeah, seriously. So we're doing a split all together. Two tracks each. And it's going to be... I'm really looking forward to it. Because those are seriously bands that like, you know... Just looking back, like it'll be one of the coolest things to be like, yeah, we did the split like back in the day. Like before we all blew up. <laughs> That's my favorite thing about local too. Is this like, I knew them. Like I know them. They're so cool and famous. Yeah. And my brain always gets blown whenever I see like, you know, someone filling in for someone at a show or I've noticed, especially Hotel Wi-Fi has been doing this thing where they like to do collaborations with other local artists. So it's like the Queen featuring people in general. And I like my mind just like they exist in the same universe. Oh my God. Oh my God. It's a crossover. Oh my God. It's a crossover episode. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a feat, like a feature on a track. Hotel Wi-Fi has been doing music. Yeah, that's like um, something that Jay's been working on lately is um, just um, doing 
like collaborations with other artists. I know. I've been, I'm definitely interested in that because this is the perfect time for it. But I'm having Beck like do some keyboard stuff on a song. And honestly, everyone on the split, I was going to send him a message and just be like, yo, you guys want to like listen to the split and just like put something wherever you want in a song. Like if it sounds, you know, if you're feeling it. The other bands are Yale, The Red Scare, and oh, Janet Earth. For oh real. Oh god, that's literally. I know, it's stacked. I'm losing my <laughs> mind. I I need that. I need that in my life. And Those we're all are... like writing, or we're all like kind of just started writing. Or I'm actually doing two songs that aren't on our album because obviously you want it to be, you know, good. But it's it feels like everybody just kind of started writing these two songs or started like finishing them and recording them. So it's just like an exciting energy. It'll be out in August, I think, is like our our date to shoot for. That's so exciting. I'm I I'm, I'm literally so, so excited. <laughs> yeah. Me too, for real. That's my dream split for now. Be cool to be on a split with like Built to Spill or Modest Mouse back in the day, Slint, Uranium Club. If not happier, just as happy with our split, our DIY split. Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm honestly happier I am. <laughs> for sure. Speaking of, I know that you have an album coming out. Yeah, yes. yeah, I have it actually like pretty much ready to go. It's like I've been composing it and just putting some extra stuff on and overdubs. And I was actually going to show you probably after the radio, but I wanted you to hear one song that I'm like really, really proud of. I know that's creeping up soon though, for sure. But yeah, like I said, I've been working every day on it and it'll definitely be done in time. So yeah, get hyped us out on all those social medias and streaming services type things but Bandcamp is like the best for any artist <laughs> if you want to drop your Bandcamp, you're more than welcome to go yeah for it. yeah it's sunner and we're sunner with four n's so s-u-n-n-n-n-e-r dot bandcamp dot com that's probably the best place we put demos on soundcloud but on instagram we're at sunner band all one word, all lowercase, no spaces. I got that handle. I'm happy. And then there's like a link tree on there where you can kind of check us out everywhere. But yeah, mostly posts on Instagram and all our stuff is on all the streaming services. But Bandcamp's the best place for sure. That's where all the, the real cool stuff is. What kind of cool stuff? <laughs> all those demos and B-sides and early release stuff. And I just usually use that to kind of hype stuff up. And I don't know, Bandcamp's like better place like the community of it's like kind of nicer and they have like Bandcamp daily and stuff where like they do the editorial of like all the staff there they like pick like 10 albums this month on you know whatever it's definitely like a really good place to get noticed actually we got we raised like a thousand dollars for black lives matter with that comp that we did because my homie like emailed them the night before and they saw the email and they put us on the list and we were like one of the first albums on the list of like uh, charity albums for Black Lives Matter and stuff. So yeah, we got like a ton of traffic that day. A lot of people downloaded it but didn't even like download it because they just like, you know, people don't download music anymore or a lot of people don't. <laughs> so they paid but then they like didn't actually download it because they were just like, you know, listening yeah. to it and just wanted to support it and stuff. It was a bunch of random people. It was cool. I mean, that's so cool. And also just like, you know, really beautiful to see that kind of side of humanity. I like that quite a bit. 
Um, and I think it's really fun. I am someone who like, I will download it because um, CDs and, you know, owning music is really cool. Yeah, it's, it's a flex nice. for sure. Yeah. And it's like special, you know, like you wouldn't download something unless you really liked it these days, you know, you can just find it all over. <laughs> I have the only thing I have on my phone right now is, is our demos and unreleased Alex G, every single unreleased Alex G song that exists. There's like a GitHub that like fans just put together like this huge database and there's like straight up like 20 albums on there that aren't anywhere else. And it's super cool. <laughs> Spend most of my time listening to that. Oh yeah, I was thinking of another COVID skill. I started learning how to work on cars and I've been flipping cars and I've actually been doing like a little cryptocurrency investing because like I really never want to have a job again and I do music full time. You know, until until music starts bringing, like, an actual income in. For now, I've my whole life, I've been trying to, like, figure out a way to work for myself where, like, I can still work music full-time and, like, not, you know, work somewhere, like, more than a couple days a week, like, for a job. Finally, like, in a place, it's, like, totally possible to be your own boss. And, like, I don't know, it's honestly one of the best things in the world. I just, I get to do, like, everything I love, but then make sure that I'm like financially taken care of by flipping trucks and stuff and cars and all that. Yeah, honestly, I made a bunch of money on Bitcoin because I bought it like a couple months ago and yeah, like doubled or whatever. So That's so cool. That's cool. Not to brag. It's just nice to like be financially stable for once in my life. kind of. <laughs> I mean, that's also a huge flex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that and um, I'm trying to get my nonprofit started for DIY Casual. That's like the promotional company that I want to turn it into a nonprofit. Eventually, like, the idea is to have a location where, like, it would be, like, a makerspace thing that they have at, like, universities where you can go, like, just be anybody and just go in and use the studio and, like, use the art supplies. And and it's usually, like, paid for by charities and stuff. But basically something like that. But then, like, have outreach where we go teach kids music at schools and give them instruments and stuff. And I'm, like have this location that just like supports whatever medium of like independent arts that like is not only like a learning space but just like a space like we're in right now because that is the most underrated thing to have in anywhere honestly like for most people you know like i i'm i'm not necessarily like you know the the poorest of the poor but we were definitely like lower middle or like lower upper class like when i was a kid and we had a house until I was like eight and then lost it and just lived in apartments and stuff. And it's something I never realized, but like I never had a space to play music. Like I never had like somewhere to record and set up a drum set and set up my guitar and, you know, use that as that space. And it's really a luxury, you know, like, and I, I never realized that growing up. But yeah, to have that is the most important thing to creativity in general. It's the number one enemy of creativity is just the lack of you know space people have to be creative so that's that's what i'm trying to attack i guess is the world becomes kind of a better place like when more of our voices are being heard and people are listening to each other and people are willing to like discover confidence and discover like who they are through like these art forms and stuff i guess like everybody wants to like affect the world or like change the world in a good way but I think, you know, we can all do that by getting to know ourselves better. And that can be done through any type of art so well. <laughs> Just whatever speaks to you, you know. So, yeah, giving everyone a space 
and shelter and the utility to like do what you're doing recording like a whole album or teaching kids how to like be in a band or something i don't know just yeah it would have been really cool to have growing up so i want other people to have that <laughs> snaps to that i just <laughs> that is so powerful and i just i love that i love that a lot thanks i appreciate that i got you uh, yeah it's it's a real thing for sure you know everybody mm -hmm. can relate with that in some way and that yeah everybody deserves that you know my last question and this is something that i like to do on every podcast i do is just kind of give you the last word yeah i would just say everybody out there just don't be afraid to be yourself and just like be loving when you can and that's really all the you really got to worry about in this life and stuff but i really appreciate everybody listening and I'm really excited about our new album. I think it's the best thing I've ever made as far as an album goes. And like, I get excited talking about it for sure. Cause it's just like, I feel like I kind of hit the nail on the head and got really close to the precipice of like, you know, whatever thing that we can't reach, like the mirror, you know, like you can't get through the mirror, but like you can get pretty damn close essentially. You can touch the mirror. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can touch the edge of a dark hole, but yeah, you can't really go through it self-titled our sophomore record and it is an album it was written as an album and it was written in probably one of the hardest months of my life as an adult and a lot of personal stuff but my grandma passed away earlier this year and then my other grandma passed away like two months ago she stopped eating and drinking because uh, she just was sick and stuff and had all these health problems and she was just ready to go it was really actually kind of beautiful and I totally respect and honor her. And everything influenced this album. Like, kind of a lot of that was like raw emotion from that time. And, you know, sorting through personal trauma that I had kind of repressed most of my life and kind of just came back in a blush when I, right when I turned 25. And in one of those ways where you don't realize you kind of forgot all this stuff on purpose because it was just kind of easier. And, but yeah, I feel like, you know, this album is around the time that I've gotten to know myself in a way that I have never have. And I think you can really hear that and you can hear something really genuine about, you know, the experience of just whatever's going on right now and just this time and stuff and just the news and like the world. And, you know, it's just about, I think if you hear it, you'll like understand and you'll like remember that time maybe and think back to that month because I just know that so many people had such a hard month in November and like December and stuff. Definitely think it's my rawest, most realist thing I've done yet. And I really would appreciate it if you guys checked it out. But I love you all very much. My name is Sunner. And it's also uh, Rain, R-A-N-E. I think that's about it. That's so beautiful. Oh my God. Uh, you have such a way with words. It's just so empowering. I love oh, that. That's sweet. Thank you. Appreciate uh, that. Of course. <laughs> All right. Love um, you, Fort Collins.
The annual City of Fort Collins Hazardous Household Waste Collection Day is Saturday, September 10th from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the City of Fort Collins Street Facility near East Vine Drive. You can take this opportunity to dispose of any substances that contain ingredients that could negatively affect your health or safety. For more information about the Saturday, September 10th Hazardous Household Waste Collection Day, you can visit fcgov.com hhw. KCSU thanks the City of Fort Collins for their underwriting support. In environmental news, last year, Suncor released a plan to better monitor their air quality around its oil refinery. Now, the state of Colorado's Air Pollution Control Division says that this plan isn't enough, according to Noelle Phillips of the Denver Post. Residents who live near the devi- residents who live near the refinery told the division they wanted more done at a public hearing in the spring of 2022. The oil refinery that is north of Denver is the largest single source of air pollution in Colorado, according to Phillips. Residents within the area are continuing to push the state to even further regulate this refinery's air pollution. Now Suncor is suing the state of Colorado in response to the state's stricter regulations. The company said these guidelines are strict and almost impossible to achieve in the amount of time the state is requiring. According Information from this story comes from the Denver Post. Scientists have claimed for an extensive amount of time that switching from fossil fuels to renewable energy will not only be good for the environment, but for the economy as well. The BBC reported on a recent study released from Oxford that said that this universal switch to fossil fuels could save the world $12 trillion. A member from Oxford told the BBC that, quote, Our central conclusion is that we should go full speed ahead with the green energy transition because it's going to save us money, end quote. In other environmental news, the BBC found that the rate the world is warming at could bring us into six tipping points in climate change. These tipping points are likely to happen. These tipping points that are likely to happen are the collapse of the Greenland ice sheets, West Antarctic ice sheets collapse, collapse of ocean circulation in the polar region in the North Atlantic, the death of coral reefs in low latitudes, sudden thawing of permafrost in northern regions, and abrupt sea ice collapse in the Barents Sea. When conducting this study, scientists considered events when conducting this study, scientists considered evidence of tipping points from over 200 papers, the temperature the tipping points would be reached at, what impacts there would be for Earth's other systems, and the time scale these tipping points effects could be felt at, according to the BBC. Thank you for listening to my environmental news updates. Now on to national news. Hi, my name is Todd Honors Johnson with Fan Salem, and you're listening to 90.5 CCSU Fort Collins. national news? Last Thursday, the Queen of England died, and the funeral for the Queen will take place on Monday, September 19th. A visual was held for the Queen at St. Giles Cathedral. Members of the royal family, including King Charles III and his siblings, attended the visual. Information comes from CNN. 
Colombia has reported that they provided U.S. news and world reports with false information. This organization ranks all of the universities in the U.S. In their most recent ranking, they gave Columbia University second place. Columbia said it relied on outdated and or incorrect methodologies when submitting data on the school's class size and faculty with terminal degrees, according to a September 9th statement. End quote. The university then said, We deeply regret the deficiencies in our prior reporting and are committed to doing better. Additionally, Columbia University said they would not be submitting data to the U.S. Additionally, Columbia University said they would not be submitting data to the U.S. News and World Reports for their 2022 rankings, according to Now This News. A package exploded at Northwestern University, leaving one injured. A staff member opened the package and then it detonated, leaving him with minor hand injuries. He was taken to a nearby hospital. The Boston police are working with the FBI's Joint Terrorism Task Force to investigate this case, but at the moment there have been no updates on a potential motive or suspects. Information comes from CBS News. At the January 6th insurrection, Patrick McGonaghy was captured on video using a riot shield to pin an officer in the doorway. McGonaghy, along with two others, were convicted of multiple charges at a bench trial yesterday, according to CBS News. The three defendants were charged for assaulting officers, directing other rioters into the Capitol, and breaking into the Capitol, and more, according to CBS. In other national news, Earlier this week, Congressman Jim Lavigan wasn't allowed on a flight because of his wheelchair. The congressman was supposed to fly to Italy to visit a military base. The Defense Department called ahead to make sure his wheelchair would be permitted on the flight. Although the congressman never made it past the check-in line due to the type of batteries the chair used. Information comes from the Denver Information comes from the Washington Post. Inflation doesn't seem to be lowering. Mm. Inflation did not lower as much as expected in August. In fact, it raised 8.3%, even as variables such as gas prices fell, according to the New York Times. U.S. Today News found that despite the inflation increase, the average American household income has only slightly increased and has remained relatively flat. Some people... Some products that are expected to be impacted by inflation the most are meats, eggs, poultry, and fish, according to Forbes. Thank you for listening to my national news updates. Now on to Ewan Pert with CSU Sports Updates. I'm Ewan Pert, and welcome to this week's RMR Sports Update. There will be five CSU sports teams competing in events this week. First is volleyball. With a 6-3 and three record, they will have two games at the end of this week, both against the University of Colorado, the first of the two being a whiteout game at Moby Arena before the Rams travel to Boulder to play the Buffaloes in their own stadium. Next up, we have football, who, following an embarrassing loss to Middle Tennessee, has fallen to 0-2, but they are looking to redeem themselves this weekend in Washington State. Up next, we have women's tennis, who are looking to start their season off right this week with a four-day trip at the end of the week to compete in the Bedford Cup. Up next, we have women's soccer, who are now 3-1-1. With three games spread out through this upcoming week, the, game, the team is looking to improve on that record. Up next, we have women's golf, 
With their season starting this weekend and bleeding into the start of next week, women's golf is ready to compete at the Badger Invitational in Wisconsin. And last, we have men's golf. Your CSU men's golf team is looking good so far, as they are, at the time of this recording, leading the Gene Miranda Falcon Invitational and the Gene Miranda Falcon Individual Invitational. The team won't have an event until early next week after the Gene Miranda Falcon Invitational. Thank you for listening to the RMR Sports Update. I'm Ewan Pert. I'm Portia Cook with your Fort Collins weather forecast for today, Thursday, September 15th. Today was mostly cloudy in the morning with scattered thunderstorms throughout the day and a high of 72. Tonight, you can expect mostly clear skies with a low of around 50. Friday, you can expect a mix of sunny and cloudy skies followed by possible stray showers or thunderstorms during the afternoon with a high of 79. As for this weekend, Saturday's temps jump up to highs in the low 80s with mostly sunny skies and the possibility of stray showers. Sunday gets even warmer with highs in the mid-80s and clear sunny skies. As for next week's weather, you can tune in for the next episode of the Rocky Mountain Review only on 90.5 FM KCSU Fort Collins. I'm Portia Cook with your KCSU News Report. Information comes from the Weather Channel. And that's all for today. We just wanted to thank Damien Castile for our amazing theme music that's playing right now. We'd like to thank our guest today, our news producer, Reese Granger, as well as the rest of the staff here at KCSU and Rocky Mountain Student Media. We couldn't do this without you. And I'd like to thank you, Portia. And I'd like to thank you, Kira. And finally, we couldn't do this without you. Dear listener, thank you. If you miss any part of today's show, you can find the RMR podcast on kcsufm.com under news or podcast. You can also find us on Spotify or anywhere else you listen to your podcast by searching KCSU News. And with that, we'll see you next time.